gourd filled greetings, spoopy listeners. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. That could be any gourd, though. But there's one famous gourd. <laughs> and it's Charlie it's like Brown's the famous favorite. Grade, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your resident spooky drag queen, Pussy Miles. And I'm your resident spooky drag queen, spooky sister, Sam Baxter. And this this is is my spooky spooky gay family. family. There's only one gourd worth mentioning. (laughs) How many other gourds are you? you, No one's worried about when butternut squash is coming back. I don't know. I like butternut squash. I like it in soup. I like an acorn squash. Acorn squashes are tasty. I don't think I've ever had acorn squash. Acorn squash is is tasty roasted. It's it's kind of a nutty flavor, which I believe is why it's called an acorn squash. Nutty. Yes. Full nutty. (laughs) <laughs> nutty and a little sweet so i guess only half nutty. it's just like all the people we call full nutty yeah <laughs> nutty and a little sweet <laughs> uh it's like dr loomis yeah oh nutty little sweet from <laughs> from this day forward acorn squasher forever known as the loomis squash <laughs> they're they're full nutty and a little sweet shot him six times <laughs> Well, hello, kids. Uh, we are very excited to be back. We mentioned in our mini-sode, if anyone missed it, this is officially, officially uh, the very first week of our 13 weeks of Halloween. We, uh, we have said, fuck it, 2020 is a dumpster fire. We're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like, Jesus, do not take the wheel. We are taking the wheel. And we are going to fix this. We are going to put this ship on the right path. Sam, take the wheel. Sam, take the wheel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to we are going to set this ship straight and well, so to speak. Yes. And and we're going to put ourselves back on course. And we're going to enjoy the rest of this year by celebrating Halloween for literally the rest of it. <laughs> At least until November, when apparently we start celebrating Christmas. That's not till like November third. We get two extra days of Halloween this year. I want to give uh, Dia de Muertos its yes. its run, and then yes. we'll take okay. and then we'll That's take fair. Christmas. That's fair. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Sam Baxter? I'm doing okay. I'm I'm here. <laughs> I don't know. By the skin of your teeth, it sounds like. I'm excited. I'm excited because we're starting to do this 13 weeks of Halloween thing, but it's also ungodly hot out today, so I'm kind of I know afraid. it's it kind of like. It's disorienting because you're like, Halloween, and then you walk outside and it's like, fire. And you're like, why Why is my skin melting? Because August sucks. August is the fucking worst. And I told you, uh, yesterday we were, we were talking and I said, um, a friend of mine, Liz, who is one of the uh, organizers of the Scranton Fringe Festival, was talking about how usually this time of year she's at Edinburgh Fringe mm-hmm. in Scotland. And just for like shits and giggles I was like I wonder what because she was like you know the beauty of it is you go there and it's like at night you still need like a scarf and a sweater and like blah 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 and I was like a scarf and a sweater I was like it's fucking August and (laughs) so I was like what is the weather like in Scotland right now and I looked it up and it was like 61 degrees yeah peak high (laughs) and I was like are you fucking kidding me i was like david pack your bags it is one of the great sadnesses of my life that i was born here and not there i know <laughs> i was like i was like wow i really made a bad choice i'm i'm moving to scotland because i want i want cold weather and i want sheep and that's all that's it more ducks i'll let you keep the sheep oh thank you i appreciate that are sheep your favorite animals no what's your favorite animal sharks Really? Yeah, you know that. I knew you liked sharks. I didn't know they were your favorite animal. Yes, no, they're my favorite animal. And it's shark week, I think, in like a week and a half now. Is it? Yeah. Huh. 
I've, I've been having um, dreams about sharks again. You're stressed about something. <laughs> <laughs> what could you possibly I, be stressed about? Sharks, I think. <laughs> I think sharks are the thing that's stressing me out. Um, yes, we are jumping right in. Sam has decided. Sam has actually done the calculation. This was all her idea, so props to Sam. This whole... <laughs> This whole, we are just going full nutty Oct- uh, August 1st and and doing uh, October and August. And we are, it is officially October negative 55th. <laughs> we are 55 days from October 1st. We are. And I cannot fucking wait. I can't either. Which is why we're not waiting. No. That's why. Fuck that. <laughs> I was like, 2020 is a fucking nonsense. I wrote a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post it on our Instagram so you can all see. Um, and you need to update it because there's been there's been more fuckery. Since I literally it came out. I literally could not keep up. I wrote this song in May, and there has been so much shit since. People are like, "You forgot," and I'm like, "I didn't forget. This song was written before that happened. Like all of this shit happened." It's now so a time capsule. <laughs> literally three months ago, and I'm like, "There has been so much shit that has happened. We can't even keep up with it." Oh my god! So we decided we're going to re uh, reappropriate. Uh, 2020 we're going to take the reins back and we're going to enjoy a little Halloween for three months <laughs> so it's the most wonderful time the second most <laughs> it's my most wonderful time. it's your most wonderful time someone should do a, a cover of that song but in like a minor key <laughs> It's like a funeral dirge. Um, no, it's like a Halloween song. Yeah, no, it was a. Well, I know. A, Never mind. A funeral dirge, I guess, is a Halloween song. Could be. Could be. I'll add some some. What is it called? A theremin. A, th- a theremin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever ninety percent of our theme song is. Yeah. Yeah, and and props to Nate Walker because it is uh, a a fucking amazing song that we are very <laughs> proud of. Yes. Um, and it does have a theremin in it. A theremin is that like spooky electronic doo-doo. sounding. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's the one in our theme song yeah. that's like. Um, and it's that like it kind of I, I want to say it was invented in like the 60s because you see it in a lot of like 60s horror cartoons. Yeah. Um, And it's that kind of spooky kind of otherworldly sound. It's often used to you know, portray aliens and ghosts and and things like that. Um, And that is probably, I love the theremin. I think it's probably one of my favorite spooky instruments. Um, (laughs) What what is your another favorite spooky instrument? The tuba. The tuba. (laughs) You could die in a tuba. (laughs) Anyone could die in a tuba. (laughs) I was expecting like, I don't know, like the pipe organ or... (laughs) I think the pipe organ is misunderstood. <laughs> it's like the pipe organ gets put into one fucking Andrew Lloyd Webber musical and all of a sudden it's a spooky instrument. I know. <laughs> well, to be fair, I, it was really... Um, what the fuck is that? Uh, that song? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Is that Night on Bald Mountain? No, it's something in D minor. Okay. I can't write. It's like, da, da, in D minor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bach, the okay. Toccata and Fugue in D minor. Okay. Right? Is that what I'm thinking of? I think that's the one I'm thinking we'll of. We'll go with sure because I totally failed it is class. Okay. yes it is and it's johann sebastian bach and he <laughs> was the one who uh who fucked up <laughs> pipe organs <laughs> he was the one who made it in impossible for a pipe organ to be a happy instrument aren't you all excited now you'll get that question right in trivial pursuit i am terrible at trivia no you're not i am i i am you did fine last night we i played a really didn't game. Yes, but you also had you had our nephew on your team, which was something of a handicap. Help, but <laughs> it didn't help. But I am I am not like only because he's like twelve, not because he's yeah. not bright. No, he's very bright. Yes, he's extremely bright. But he's twelve. Yeah. Um, 
I think the problem is I don't retain a lot of like, I retain useless information about the things I care a lot about. But if it's something that is that like, if I don't use it, I lose it and I lose it very fast. Even things that I'll be like very interested in temporarily, I'll learn a lot about it. And then it's like, it just is gone. My brain is constantly making room. I don't know. My, I, I must have like Marie Kondo in my brainstem. And <laughs> does this spark joy? This does not spark joy. <laughs> Geometry means nothing to me. And so I just have literally it's just a bunch of movie quotes and like a couple songs stuck in my head. And that's it. That's all that's up there. It's like a scary old attic up in my brain. <laughs> you are very good at trivia. I'm very good at trivia, but it's not ever useful information which is why it's, it's useful in trivial pursuit it is useful in trivial pursuit but that's not like that's not a thing that has any value really outside of like bragging rights like i'm not good enough to be on like jeopardy you don't think kind so of thing. no because i watch jeopardy and i feel like the dumbest person in the world like, I think like, anyone who watches Jeopardy and hasn't been on it probably feels like the dumbest person in the world. Just because it'll be like, especially like the geography questions, I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, terrible at geography. Literally awful. It's also like so many of the Jeopardy questions are also like, like all of the answers begin with the letter R and end in the letter H. Like I can't, <laughs> my brain can't do that calculus in the time it takes to press the buzzer before some other jackhead. I know. So like. My brain, it, I, I am not quick that way with puzzles. Like I am quick with jokes. I'm quick with words in that way. Yeah. To like put a joke together. But literally anything else, I'm like, you, you. You're gonna get, you're gonna need to give me like ten minutes. Even putting that sentence together, that just didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, um, yes, we are we are just going to do an episode about our appreciation for the fall and specifically Halloween season, and yes. we're just going to talk about everything that brings us joy about this season and why we should start. We're Marie Kondoing August and fuck August. We are. It does, not, it does not spark joy. It does not. You're out. August can, can fucking take a walk. Kick rocks. <laughs> so we're going to start with... We, we called this episode... Uh, we, we titled it after one of our favorite things about the fall. <laughs> and it is actually something that brings me a lot of joy. And it makes me very sad because I feel like there's always those like fucking hipster bitches who try to ruin everything they really do and it's like oh here's this thing that everyone loves so no one can love it anymore and pumpkin spice it's so basic <laughs> it's like it is not basic it's really not it is not basic i love it i go to starbucks own, and own your psl i you know it's funny i don't even get a psl i get a pumpkin spice frappuccino and a slice of pumpkin loaf warmed up that is my the second I can order that, it's like, oh, <laughs> we're back in business. <laughs> See, I'm a pumpkin spice latte and a piece of shortbread. Do they sell shortbread? Yeah, they sell like the, they sell little shortbread cookies up, up by the counter. And you make shortbread. I do make shortbread, but if I'm out and about, Starbucks shortbread is not bad. Is shortbread something you like to make in like the, the fall to kind of get ready for the cold? I tend to make it more around Christmas. Mm. Um, because that's when I want to eat something that's that jam-packed with butter. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I really don't ever turn away butter. I'm never like, oh, this is too much butter for now. I, I always remember people being like, oh, it's the summertime. I want to eat something light and, and you know, simple and like, like a salad. And I'm like, I want a steak that is, uh, that is covered in butter and is wrapped in bacon. Like that is what I, that is what I want right this very moment. No, what I bake in fall is I make pumpkin cheesecake. Mm. I make pumpkin cheesecake with uh, baked apples on top. Oh, caramel yeah. apples? No, um, I just cook down some Granny Smith apples and like lemon juice and cinnamon sugar. Hmm. It's like apple pie apple pie filling. filling. Yeah. yeah. I'm very down for that. Well, we've only got fifty five days to go. <laughs> before i'm willing to to pull out my springform pan and it make it may i know <laughs> it makes me very sad because there's a part of me that's like oh i'm going to miss so many of my 
my like Halloween things this year because of yeah. everything that's going on with COVID. Like obviously, uh, unless some scientist, you know, tomorrow is like, guess what? We didn't tell you, but we found a vaccine. We didn't tell anyone in the world. <laughs> Everyone is freaking out. Like we're, there will gonna. there will probably not be any um like like haunted houses. There definitely won't be um, haunted horror nights, um, Hollywood horror nights. (laughs) I always call it HHN and I've forgotten now what it stands for. What it stands for. um, I just watched the marketing department. I just watched the entire marketing department at Six Flags have a stroke. The the (laughs) Halloween horror. Yeah, no, but that's definitely not happening this year. They've already said that it's it's not happening. And Um, it's very sad because it's like. Uh, there's a part of me that's like this, like there will be more Halloweens. This, it's like it's more important to stay safe. But then there's another part of me that's like, I wait all year for this shit. Yeah, I wait all year for this shit, and it makes me sad that we're going to miss it. Uh, well, I won't be too judgmental. You <laughs> <laughs> can see it in your eyes. It's just radiating off of you, the judgment. Wear your fucking masks. <laughs> um, the, yeah, and not we just at Halloween. <laughs> there was a there was a meme going around that was like uh, the U.S. talking to the Netherlands, and it was like U.S. How did you uh, how did you get to basically zero cases of coronavirus? And then it's like Netherlands. Uh, we listen to science and to scientific leaders, and then it's a picture of Frodo being yeah. like, "Fine, keep your secrets." <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so it does make me a bit sad that that we're not going to get things together in time. I'm sure. No, Eastern State Penitentiary, I believe, has also said that they're not doing terror behind the walls this year. Really? Which is like the first time in like what, like fifty years? <laughs> I think it's like thirty. 30 years which is insane yeah no it's 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 gonna be a weird year it's gonna continue to be a weird year and it sucks but like but that's why we're doing this but that's why we're doing this to try and give you something to enjoy and and get you into the spoopy mood uh so that we can continue to enjoy ourselves and you know it's funny i saw and i I i posted it actually on our social media in our story on instagram Someone had posted another meme that was kind of like, you know, all these all these simple bitches are saying, you know, they're so sad that Halloween is canceled. But Halloween is only canceled if your idea of Halloween is like going to a bar and getting shit faced in a nurse outfit. And it's like for those of us who like chilly weather and scary stories and and all that stuff like Halloween is still very much alive for those of us who truly hold the Halloween spirit exactly for those of us who would not be killed by Sam yes in trick-or-treat Halloween is still very much alive and that's what we're gonna do we're gonna keep (laughs) Halloween very much alive and we're going to uh enjoy ourselves quite a bit yeah that said Let's let's not delve too far from pumpkin spice for a minute because <laughs> I <laughs> I don't want to I want to give this its proper dues. I I really do love pumpkin spice. And I I personally am like a pumpkin spice frappuccino type of person. Mm-hmm. But you and I have talked very extensively about pumpkin spice <laughs> in the past. It sounds like a very stupid thing to say, but it's true. We have spent a lot of time talking about pumpkin spice. PSL's coming back August 27th to Starbucks, apparently. Which, in my opinion, is not soon enough, but I'll tell you why. You have told me in the past that um, apparently in, is it the UK? I believe it's the UK, yeah. In the UK, there is like... uh, you you tell it. You, it's, it's you tell it better than I do because I don't know what the fel- fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Apparently, the, the particular mix of spices, the nutmeg and clove and whatever, um, is called sweet spice over there, and it's just available year-round. It's mm. not like a seasonal thing, which seems to me to make a whole hell of a lot of sense because it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Saraline, I know you, you're listening, and I know that you're also not technically in the UK, but you are in that general area of Europe. So we would like to know if if sweet spice is a thing, and if it is essentially pumpkin spice. 
Yes, and whether or not you've ever actually had something that is pumpkin spice to make the comparison. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Because I'm not sure that the pumpkin spice thing is, is outside the U.S. Huh. Well, I guess we'll just have to go to Europe <laughs> to test him. <laughs> I oh, would no. love nothing better. I More and more these days, I'm like, wouldn't it be nice to just have like an extended vacation in <laughs> London or in in Edinburgh, I know we were talking about Edinburgh before, or uh, even I would love to go back to Dublin. Dublin was one of my favorite trips. I, I did basically all of Ireland and I did like Dublin, Galway, mm-hmm. um, Blarney. I did the Cliffs of Moher and I loved Ireland so desperately. I mean, I've only ever spent actually three days in Ireland. Really? Yeah. Where did you go? Uh, we were in Dublin the whole time. What did you do there? Uh, we went to the St. Patrick's Day Parade because we we happened to be there um, on the day. <laughs> Were you there um, for Sarah's birthday? Yes. And then went to an Italian restaurant for dinner because you couldn't get in anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to Ireland for Italian food? Yeah. We went to Ireland and got Italian food. How was it? It wasn't bad, actually. It was pretty good. <laughs> I can't imagine what Irish Italian food would taste like. Probably a lot I'm of gnocchi. Sure. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Lyne's like, no, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> and she's like, but yes, there's a lot of gnocchi. Um, I, that said, back anyway, back to Halloween. So <laughs> um, I, uh, you know what I would love to do really, truly, and honestly? What? I would love one day to celebrate Halloween in another part of the world. I think that would be really cool. I think that it would be difficult because there aren't actually that many places that celebrate Halloween. I know. So in like there's there's only a couple countries that you could pick. Let's say you were to go to like one of those countries, like a yeah. Scotland or an Ireland or or an England. Do they do like All Hallows Eve? Do I'm they do Halloween? Honestly, not sure. Huh. Like I I'm my my knowledge in this area is woefully lacking. I'm surprised because normally you're very good with this information. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but not this time. You're very cultured. <laughs> okay. Um, I would love to do that. I would love to see what kind of spooky celebrations happen in other parts of the world. Um, and I'm kind of, if I'm being honest, surprised that Halloween is not a bigger thing in other parts of the world. Because it's not like, it's not like the United States has some kind of, uh, you know... We don't have some kind of grip on spooky. Yeah, no, we definitely don't. Um, I would imagine that there are other places that have things that are similar to Halloween but aren't actually Halloween. Almost every culture has some kind of festival dedicated to the dead. So Mm -hmm. whether or not it happens in October or not, I think every culture has its Halloween. I just don't know that it's necessarily called Halloween or looks anything like an American version of Halloween. Yeah. Were you in Salem for Halloween once? Um, I wasn't there for Halloween. I was there in the weeks leading up to Halloween. We went for a day, and that was an experience. <laughs> really? Um, <laughs> Not even on the actual day. Salem turns into Disney World come October 1st. So it's just, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of little kids. It's a lot of, like, food carts. And, like, it, the whole city just turns into one giant carnival, essentially. That's all I want. It's I just amazing, want a Halloween carnival. But there are so many people that it's it's almost impossible. Like, it was standing room only on the train. Really? Yeah, it was standing room only on the way back. Where, like, where, where did you take the train from? Boston. You were staying in Boston? Yeah, um, one of Sarah's cousins lives in Boston. So we went oh, to visit her yes, yes, and yes. we took the ferry, actually. We took the ferry from Boston to Salem and then we took the train home. Huh. It was a fun day. Was it like mid-October? Uh, yeah, I want to say it was like the 16th or 17th. Huh. And it, so it wasn't even, I mean, you were approaching Halloween, but it was not, it wasn't like a couple days away. No, it's not like, it's not like we were there the week of. The week of, there's always, um, they, they have all kinds of cool shit happening. They have, um, horror movie festivals. They have celebrities come in. Um, Elvira's gone a couple times. Mm. Um, I would love to go to Salem for Halloween one year. And I know that that sounds crazy, but like. 
I think it's something that everybody who loves Halloween should try to do once. Once, yeah. I don't know that you would ever have to do it again. <laughs> but um, if you're willing to book an Airbnb three years in advance, you can do it. I would, I would, um, I would highly recommend it. Or stay in Maine and yeah. And <laughs> You have to be in upstate New York, and you just have to really be willing to yeah, travel. But good luck getting parking or anything. Yeah, true. In the, in the city that because we so. went to Salem once, and it was uh, it, one of my favorite trips that we've ever taken. It's a lovely little town, just just on its own. Like, it's beautiful. Like, like regardless of the the Halloween buffoonery, like, <laughs> buffoonery. Like it's a lovely place to be, and the people there were very sweet. The people were very kind. And uh, a lot of we went to a lot of like the witch shops, and obviously because there's so much witch stuff there. Yes. Um, we went to it's a lot pagan of the, Disneyland. the pagan Disneyland. Exactly. <laughs> we did a lot of the like witchy stuff, and we went to um, what was that museum we went to? The like film, the horror film museum. Do you remember? Yeah, I think it was just the horror museum. Yeah. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And yeah. we did a lot of other really cool stuff. There's some really great bars and restaurants there. And uh, I that was like one of my favorite trips that we've ever taken. I had a lot of fun in Salem. I would love to go back. Yeah, I would too. It's um, unfortunately 2020. I know. So, <laughs> so, so maybe in 2021. <laughs> in 2027, <laughs> we'll be back in. We'll be back in Salem. But I think the thing that is really so much fun about Salem is that like I think the Northeast has some of the the best like fall weather. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, though, I have never been in the Midwest in the fall, so I That's don't, true. I can't say exactly what it would be like. I imagine that a state like Illinois is probably very pretty in the fall, um, probably very chilly. Yeah, but I'm fine with that. Because <laughs> that's kind of what, the point, really. That's one of the things I love so much about the fall. It's like that kind of like cool, crisp air and it's like kind of it's spooky in that like it, the whole premise is that like oh the like nature is like quote unquote dying and like yeah. everything is kind of going into that uh, that part of the circle of life you know <laughs> um, and but I love that kind of cool like crispness about the fall and it's something that really appeals to me and it's something we talk a lot about especially when we're talking about movies that remind us of Halloween because a lot of the movies that do successfully put you in that state of mind are the ones that get the atmosphere right. Yeah. Like rustling leaves are a big one. Like Mm -hmm. like the more leaves you have blowing across the screen, the more likely I am to be like, Oh, okay. It's October. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) And to be (laughs) instantly in a good mood. Yes. (laughs) Um, But that's what I like about like, Trick or treat. I know we've said that before. Yeah. That it it kind of has that like ambiance of like oh it feels, it feels spooky and and fun and crisp and. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that feeling. I like I love it so much because I, especially as like a fat person, it's the like one time of year <laughs> where like I'm comfortable outside. <laughs> um, and there are other movies that have done it very well as well. You know what movie did it really well? I think was um. Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I'm especially fond in that film of the way they used light to kind of convey that. Yeah, the coloring was very, uh, it, it was very like autumnal. Yeah, no, there's not really any other way to describe it. I'm like trying to come up with like a smart way to describe this now. And I'm kind of sapia, like, yeah, I guess. It's a little like. Or sepia. I don't know what how to pronounce the fucking word. Earthy. Earthy, yes. That's all I got. It has like kind of a barren kind of. Yeah, I I, I don't know how to like describe it because my favorite (laughs) color is orange and uh, I can't wear it because I'm fat. So when I wear it, I look like a pumpkin. But I I do love orange. Depending on the time of year isn't terrible thing i guess i try to avoid it (laughs) pretty actively i bet i could do orange like pants i could do orange shorts or i want to get you an orange shirt now with like black vertical stripes absolutely not (laughs) i hope you'll enjoy watching it live in my dresser (laughs) they're like wow what happened to charlie brown uh yes i i do love 
um, I do love the fall for all of those reasons. And I don't get me wrong. Like, I love pumpkins. I just don't want to look like one. That's fair. I love pumpkins, especially, uh, as we have said, pumpkin-flavored things. <laughs> um, but not just specifically, like, obviously, there's the pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. And there's the pumpkin spice frappuccino that I very much enjoy. But I also love, like, baked goods that have pumpkin in them or even yeah. savory pumpkin. I think a lot of people forget that pumpkin can be a very savory food. Yeah, no, um, I make stuffed pumpkins every year I know. as soon as they're available. I very much enjoy them. <laughs> you, because what do you put in them? You, I know there's sausage. And um, there's... there's sausage, and um, I've done stuffing. I've done rice. Um, I did barley last. I feel year, like which stuffing really would be fucking banging. Um, stuffing is amazing, but um, yeah, no sausage and some kind of grain. To do like and... a cornbread and sausage stuffing in a in a in a pumpkin, sweet pumpkin. Yeah, that would be fucking amazing. Probably With, tasty as hell. Uh, what kind of cheese? I usually put brie? brie over the top. I was gonna say brie. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I usually what I do is I fill it up and I put like a little like well of maple syrup on the mm. top, and then I cover it with brie and stick it in the oven and just roast the shit out of it until the cheese is melted and everything is warm and soft. You know what would be good on that as well? If like if you nix the sausage, you could do like bacon, like a little bit of crumbled bacon. Yeah, no, you could totally do bacon. I mean, the the fun thing about stuffed pumpkins is you can put literally anything you want in them and they're gonna taste good. Oh. So you get the little sugar pumpkins, you put whatever you want in there, and it's going to taste amazing. Yeah. And the pumpkin itself tastes very good as well. Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Lewis is just running through every field in America. It's coming. <laughs> the corn. The pumpkin. The, the pumpkins. Oh, the apples. I love an apple pie. I love apple picking. That's one of my favorite things about the fall. You know, I haven't been apple picking in like probably a decade. Really? Yeah. I go I every year. I tried to convince Bob and David to do it last year. Last year when we went to, um, where did we go? We all went out. It was, I know we did a haunted house that night, but we did something during the day. Uh, uh -huh. we, we, we went to a haunted house and it ended up not being my favorite i can't remember the name of it it was like creamy acres or some shit <laughs> i don't i don't know bob bob picked it and he had he told us it was very good um and unfortunately i guess they did not meet the uh standard that they normally do <laughs> oh that's the day we went to peddler's village did we yeah i think we went to peddler's village in the morning and then we were going to meet mm -hmm. up with people and do the haunted house at night it, I guess possibly because David and I went to, um, we went we well that was kind of where the story was going was David and I rode with Bob and Bob came with us and we went. I tried to convince them to go apple picking because there's an orchard up. I guess it is near Peddler's Village. Um, God, if I can only remember the name of it. Uh, it's a really, really wonderful little little farm, and uh, you can go apple picking there. And I said to David, I was like, I have had enough of this. We're too busy. We have too much stuff to do. I was like, we're going to do something fall-related this year. <laughs> and uh, I, I forced them to go to this farm. And we went and, like, I bought a bunch of, like, apple cider donuts and I bought apple cider and I got apple um, cider donuts are the shit the fucking tea like I and their apple donut apple cider donuts there were so fucking good I have to try and remember um I have to try and remember the name of the fucking farm uh while you're doing that um there's a there's a farm in Freehold um, oh really called yeah it's called Battleview Orchards and if you get there in time, you can get hot apple cider donuts, like, right out mm. of where they made them. But it's and like you have to be there at, like, 4 you in the have morning. To, you have to be there, like, when they open. <laughs> 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 and the line will still be, like, around, around the, the fucking thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, no, if you're ever in the, the Freehold Howell area, that is a good place to get a really good apple cider donut. It's Solbury 
orchards. Soulberry orchards. And it's so fucking good. I I went there with David and Bob and I tried to, they, but we got there and we went through like the whole store, bought a bunch of stuff. And I was like, okay, let's put this in the car and go apple picking. And they were like, oh, I don't want to go apple picking. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, I almost <laughs> lost my shit. I was so mad at them because I was, like, I was like, next year, we are going apple picking. And if you don't want to go, you don't have to come with me. And now none of us are going. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is a part of me that wonders if you could technically do it because it's outside. Like, you could stay socially distant. Yeah, and wear a mask and everything. And wear a mask and bring some hand sanitizer. It, it's doable, I think. Um, if nothing else, it would be very sad because I know that a lot of those farms kind of get most of their business business time, from yeah. like October 1st to October 29th. Uh, but yeah, Solbury Orchards, it's in, um, it's in Pennsylvania. It is, uh, very close to Peddler's Village and it is a really, really wonderful little orchard where you can go apple picking and they have apple fucking everything. I got apple butter. I got apple cider donuts i got apple cider it was fucking delicious and as much as we harp on like the pumpkin spice thing like apple is the other taste of the season and is so fucking good like apple cinnamon everything apple cinnamon i mean and that's something that you can do like year round there is a um at the shop right near my apartment they have vermont it's like vermont bakery or something it's like it's i forget the name of the bakery Mm -hmm. but it's like some small uh you know how every every grocery store has yeah. like a couple of like little br- local brands that they will sell and there's this pl- there's this uh company that is called like Vermont baked goods or some bullshit like that but they have delicious fucking donuts and one of the ones they make is apple cider donuts and they're fucking delicious i mean they're not as good as Solbury orchards but yeah. i will take i will take a vermont baked apple cider donut over yeah. no apple cider donut <laughs> <laughs> You notice the tea you take you take a fucking apple cider donut you stick it in the microwave for thirty seconds you put a scoop of vanilla ice cream on that mm. that is that and is a little caramel thing. yeah if you want I love caramel I know you're not huge on it I'm not the biggest fan there are, there are certain things that I like but I generally try to stay away I don't <laughs> that's fine I was like I did not get to this size yeah, for no, lack of I trying go, I go to the chocolate covered apple not the caramel covered apple and that's understandable I I will admit I, I mean I love chocolate clearly look at me but I <laughs> I I don't always love chocolate covered things especially when it comes to Halloween um, I'd probably rather have something caramely it's uh it has like more of a halloween feel like to me i don't know why warm yeah it tastes yeah. warm and kind of like cozy whereas chocolate especially depending on the type of chocolate can be a little bit cold <laughs> which <laughs> it, is funny considering it has a, a bad temperament <laughs> considering what every child's favorite thing about halloween is is chocolate and candy, yes, chocolate and candy <laughs> hands down not that it isn't high on my list of priorities for that time of year. Yeah, I eat plenty of chocolate. Don't get me wrong. Nothing makes me happier than the giant bags of trick-or-treat candy that show up about that time. Yeah, because... We don't get trick-or-treaters <laughs> where I live. We don't either. I've had, like, <laughs> maybe two trick-or-treaters. I have put bowls... I get, like, the giant bars because mm-hmm. we have, like, what, four kids in my building? Uh, and I put them in a bowl outside because usually I'm out with you. Right. Uh I think a lot of other drag queens probably think I'm crazy because there's a lot of money to be made on Halloween, but I don't like working on Halloween. I like spending it with my friends and my family. So a lot of times I'll put the candy, like the giant bars in a bowl outside my apartment so that I can go and do whatever it is we're doing. Um, And I feel a little bit bad because I know that part of the fun of trick-or-treating is like knocking on the door and getting the candy from someone. So... Uh, there's a part of me that feels a little bit bad, so that's why I make up for it by giving them like these giant <laughs> bars of candy. Uh, and I always wonder, I'm like, I wonder, because I don't like count the bars in the bowl. I yeah. was like, I wonder if adults walk by and just like take chocolate bars. Not that it would bother me. Yes. I hope that they do. I was going to say. I wish they would take more, because honestly, half the time <laughs> I come back and the bowl is still full, so I'm like, 
son of a bitch. And I wish you would just take this candy because if not, I'm going to eat it. That's why you always have to buy stuff that you either you either have to buy stuff that you really don't like or you have to only buy stuff that you really, really like. do. <laughs> so that right. when it's left over, there, you that, just house there it. There are only two camps of people when it comes to buying Halloween candy. You either buy like nothing but good and plenties because you know you'll never eat them. <laughs> And then you get your house egged. I just put a bowl full of pennies outside. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be that person. Yeah, don't give out pennies. Nobody wants a penny. Or a toothbrush. Even if you're a dentist, don't do that. Oh my god. What a fucking douchebag move. (laughs) If you... Like, if you gave me, as a child, if you gave me a toothbrush for Halloween, I probably took a shit on your porch. (laughs) I fucking hate people who... It's like, why ruin the fun of this thing? It's like, promote good dental health the rest of the year. But, like, everything in moderation. You know what I mean? Like, enjoy this one day where you can, like, go hog wild over a bag full of candy. Like, seriously. And then... My favorite part of Halloween as a kid was actually after the trick-or-treating was over. When everyone would like pour their bag out on the table and we would place like stock mm-hmm. market. For yeah. Ten, for <laughs> the Dow is down. <laughs> um, yeah. And and no one can get rid of good and plenty. Sell, sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell. Oh my God. They must be the lowest on the fucking stock market of candy. Mom always liked them. Mom, Mom loved Halloween because no, no one, one ever, no one ever ate the good and plenty, so she got to have them all. There are certain candies that I would be very, like, I would always be very sad to see that little yellow box of milk duds. Yeah, because all they did was pull your teeth out. Like they, they weren't. They Half didn't even the time, taste they didn't good. even come out of the box. I know. They were just like just one like sticky, sugary lump in the bottom of the box. And, you and then you out. put it in your mouth, and then it sucked all your teeth out. You took it out. You went to the dentist. He put them back, and then you never ate milk duds again. They were like they're the most like bizarre like toffee. It's like malt toffee. It's bizarre. Yeah, I d- it's gross. also whoppers. Whoppers were kind of gross. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Whoppers. You know what's funny? As a kid, I thought that I didn't like Snickers. Mm. Um, And so I avoided them like the fucking plague. I don't know what... I I was a bizarre child. I used to just like decide I didn't like something even though I'd never had it. And I'd be like, (laughs) no, I don't want that. And so I would avoid Snickers like the... like I don't know. It was passed by rats. Like (laughs) I I avoided it adamantly. And now as an adult, it's like... Chocolate, peanuts, and carrots. It's like my three favorite fucking things. Like, what? <laughs> like, what was I miss- What was I thinking? I was a stupid child. What was your favorite candy as a kid? Oh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Absolutely. Still no to this doubt. day. Yeah. No. Like, if I could only eat one candy for the rest of my fucking life, it would be Reese's peanut butter cups. Like, it probably would. No be for hesitation. Me as well. I I I get. It's tough because some days it's Reese's peanut butter cups, and some days for me. Um, it's Butterfingers. Butterfingers are good. The only thing I don't like is they've recently changed. They the did, formula. and it's not as good. It's not as good. It's not as it's not as hard. It like crumbles yeah. a lot more. And like part of the fun of Butterfingers was the fact that they lacquered your teeth. Yeah, like that was part of the fun of them. <laughs> they went on for an hour. Like yeah. you, you <laughs> can't get rid of them. It was like an everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> You'll still be eating that Butterfinger three days later after you've brushed your teeth three times. I know. Yeah. So I have no idea why they changed the formula. (laughs) (laughs) Some dentist was like, you're literally killing your children. (laughs) The American Dental Association. (laughs) You can't do this They had some dirt on like somebody at Nestle. (laughs) (laughs) You know what candy? I didn't eat a lot, but like I always enjoyed it when I ate it and I never think of it is nerds. Nerds? Really? Yeah. I I mean, I got them on Halloween, but that was like the only time of year I ever ate them. I used to buy them all the time at the community pool. <laughs> really? At, at the snack stand. <laughs> I didn't even know they had them. Yeah, because they had like the big boxes where like one half was one flavor and one half was the other flavor. Mm. So like Jessica and I used to buy those all the time and make ourselves sick because it's <laughs> literally just tiny nuggets of sugar. <laughs> and then you just vomit in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That and watermelon Jolly Ranchers. That was like. Well, I mean, thing. any Jolly Rancher is probably fucking delicious. Yeah. Watermelon is my favorite, though. The only one I could kind of do without was the grape one. Yeah, the grape one's kind of lame. I don't, I'm not a super big fan of the green apple. Oh, I've never liked green apple candy. Green apple Skittles, I was like, why did you ruin this? Yeah, just make it lime. Like, lime was great. Why do we need green apple? Green apple tastes like 
butthole. <laughs> it's disgusting. Which is funny since I love Granny buttholes. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. I love buttholes. <laughs> if they had a butthole Skittle, I would eat it. Um, Birdie bots every flavor Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly Harry got flavor. a strange look on his face. <laughs> Of something vaguely familiar. Um, I do like, I love Granny Smith apples, but the problem is no apple flavored candy actually tastes like an apple. No, not a single one. I cannot think of a single one. No apple flavored anything tastes like an apple. Apple juice. Well, apple juice comes from real apples, though. That's Theoretically, like, yes. <laughs> it's extracted from apples. No, but like you get like. They, but but it's, it's a no harm situation. They just it uses syringe <laughs> to take the juice out and the apple is unharmed. Yes. We are people for the ethical treatment of apples. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still PETA. It's this still PETA. <laughs> PETA. Um, do you have a least favorite candy? That isn't good and plenty, which I know I've been harping on. I, I yeah, think you I'm really just, have something against I'm good gonna and get, plenty. I'm going to get super broad and just just say black licorice in general. Mm. Like I hate licorice. Like I hate licorice. I hate fennel because it kind of tastes like licorice. I kind of like fennel. Licorice has grown on me more as an adult. Um, I don't know that I would like actively seek it out, but if it was there, I'd eat it. It's like I can deal with like red licorice. Like red mm. licorice is, is it's tasty. the black licorice. Like, that's I like very, Twizzlers. Like, spicy. like I just it's there is something about it. I just I cannot stand it. It's very um. What's the word? You're like gross. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. That's the word you're looking for. I like I like black licorice. I don't know if I would like. Like I said, I don't know if I would actively seek it out. Um, I think, God. Some of the older candies are the ones I don't really go for. Like when you when you go out on Halloween and you come back and you're like, oh, there's Werther's in my bag. <laughs> you're like, oh, see, I, I actually like Werther's. They're fine, but you don't. But you don't like caramel. <laughs> it's a weird dichotomy. I, I am I am aware that I am a hypocrite when it comes to caramel. But like, you also say caramel. I do instead say caramel. Of caramel. I'm sorry. I'm not criticizing. I'm just. Oh, saying. okay. Yeah. No. But I I like Werther's caramels. I just don't. Where there's what? Caramels. Mm. <laughs> I don't like like caramel sauce or like. You actively changed yes, it. Yes, I did. <laughs> I don't like caramel sauce. It took sauce. 34 years and she finally said caramel. I don't like caramel sauce. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like that sort of like sticky, like like the chewy caramels I don't like. Mm. But like a Werther's you can kind of suck on I it. I love until... a chewy caramel. See, I hate it. Oh, I love it. The other, not that long ago, and this is the reason I'm on a fucking diet now. Um, over <laughs> quarantine, <laughs> I started making um, ooey gooey cake. Have you ever had it? Yes, I have. They had one at um, Houlihan's, but apparently it's something that originated in the Midwest. I believe it was St. Louis. Um, and it's basically like a cream cheese cake. Hmm. Uh, and it is fucking delicious. But... Part of what makes it delicious is you have to have it with like vanilla ice cream and caramel on top. Right. And it is so, 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 so good. Oh, uh, like so being on my diet right now, I'm like, if I could have one fucking thing, especially like because now we're in the Halloween mood and we're, we're like headed towards fall. I'm like, oh, I just want to have like all those like feel good <laughs> treats, like an ooey gooey cake. And I'm like, it's. It would probably put my blood sugar... Like, I'd be in a diabetic coma in, like, 10 seconds if I had one more slice. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have... Because I, I know that we've been talking about... We always end up talking about food yeah. forever. Do you have, like, a favorite Halloween memory? I think it's actually one from when I was an adult. Really? Like, like you would think it would be one from when I was a kid, but it's not. Mm -hmm. um, I know we've talked about this before, but like every year, um, Sarah and I deck out one of our friends' houses for Halloween. And, and she's a listener of the podcast. Yes, she is. Hi, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, we deck out this person's house and Carrie's house. I don't know why I said this person. <laughs> this person. <laughs> <laughs> I went right back to anonymity. Um, 
The names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> From no. what? <laughs> no, but um, we did a we did a Harry Potter theme one year, mm-hmm. and um, I was outside in my my Slytherin cardigan and with my wand, and I I, I was manning the candy bowl, <laughs> and. <laughs> I just hear this scream from like halfway up the street and this little girl dressed as Hermione was like running past like every house. Like there were people, <laughs> there were people outside with, with candy ready to hand to the small girl. Which I, <laughs> she just She was bolted. having none of it. She saw the Hogwarts banners and she was running. She was just running right for me. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the best I think I've ever felt as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> I have succeeded. <laughs> like I made this kid's lifetime. This I, I feel so good right now what did she do when she got to the um we dueled for a second because again i was wearing a slithering cardigan Mm. and i i had put one of the the fake dark dark mark mark. tattoos on yeah (laughs) so we dueled for a second and we had the talking sorting hat puppet thing so we sorted her and she was very happy because she got gryffindor and i had a moment where i was like oh my god jesus christ if she doesn't if this thing says slithering it will ruin everything i know But, like, her mom was over the moon. She had, like, such a great time. Like, she stayed for, like, ten minutes. Like, she mm-hmm. just... It was just the coolest thing. Like, like, and that's one of my favorite parts about Halloween is just it makes everybody so happy. It's, like, yeah. the only holiday that I can think of that, like, nobody's, like, sad on Halloween. You know how some, pe- some people get sad at Christmas? And Christmas yeah. can be a sad time sometimes. But, like, I don't know anybody who doesn't like Halloween. I think it's because... Christmas is very much about um, like togetherness and you know that that whole spiel. Yeah. Um, and I think for people who feel a little more lonely, it can be hard to cope with. Um, but Halloween is not necessarily about togetherness. It's just about kind of. I mean, it means something different to everybody, I guess. But at least in our circles, Halloween often is like. A celebration of the odd or or the scary or the spooky and you don't necessarily you you don't need a lot of support for that (laughs) no i mean from the the pagan perspective when you're talking about Samhain as opposed to halloween like Mm -hmm. it can be it is very much about togetherness it it is very much about togetherness and it's also very much about remembering people who have left us yeah um but i've always felt it was a positive remembrance and not a no, it's not. It's not, not sort dark. of grieving one. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't say it's not dark. It 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 is slightly morbid, but yeah. it is not. It's not like depressing. In a lot of ways, it's kind of a celebration. It's like the one time of year you can invite them back to kind of share the space with you. You know. Yeah. No. It's it's supposed to be very positive. Yeah. So it's an overall positive day, Halloween, which is one of the reasons why we love it so much. I will, I'll a hundred percent agree with that. I'll I'll do that. Plus, you I get to watch scary movies all day, and nobody thinks you're weird. Exactly. I mean, from the <laughs> moment the day starts, I like walk out into my living room, and I'm like the worst witch. Halloween, <laughs> trick or treat, hocus pocus. Like literally, I just have it's like a marathon of my favorite like Halloween movies, and it's something I love. And then the next day, I turn on March of the Wooden Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> It's my favorite. I love it. Um, so all of this said, we are kind of in a we're, we're in a kind of unprecedented spot right now because we're starting this Halloween celebration very early this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for good reason. But it's unusual to be kind of getting ready to enter the spooky season in this weather, like in this literal climate. Yes. <laughs> So I guess the question becomes, how do we uh, how do we kind of get into the mood for Halloween when it still feels so much like summer? I think it has a lot to do with sort of picking your five senses and and sort of grabbing stuff that reminds you mm. of fall. Like, I know for a fact you have like 30 pumpkin candles in this apartment right I now. I do right now. And not only that, but we um we have the Glade plugins in our apartment. Um and now I will say it, you know how much I like pumpkin spice yes. everything. 
There is a pumpkin spice candle or uh, there is a pumpkin spice gl- plug in for the Glade things. But it used to be called and I think it was a much better title. Um, it used to be co- called Cozy Autumn Cuddle. <laughs> and it was like I bought it because of that name and mm-hmm. like fell in love with it. So now every year from like September to November or even sometimes through December, our apartment just smells like pumpkin spice. And it's <laughs> it's a very like warm, inviting smell. And it's something that we do actively to kind of prepare our apartment for like the feeling of the season. And <clears throat> I put out all of like my my flowers that are like shades of orange and red and, and yellow and like all those like very earthy, warm uh, autumn colors. And even the, the other night <laughs> I was home, I was waiting for David to get home and I was very tired and I, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know what time he would be home. So I like laid on the couch and we have those like LED candles throughout mm-hmm. the apartment. The ones that like flicker realistically. Some of them are pillar candles. Some of them are, are tea candles and all kinds of things. We have them throughout the apartment. And I just recently changed the batteries and all of them. So they work again and they're on a timer. <laughs> so they come on. And so the candles were on and I turned on, we have a little like that fake fucking fireplace yeah. over there that uh, we had originally bought it because we needed a fireplace for my Christmas show. And David was like, well, where are we going to put it when we don't have the show? I was like, we'll put it in the living room. And he was like, absolutely not. He was like, we don't have room for a fireplace. And he was like very upset about it. And then when it came, I put it together in preparation for the show. And I put it over where it is now. And he looked at it and he was like, I really like that there. And I was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's cozy. It was cozy. So the other night I turned on all of my like pillar candles and they were like flickering. And I turned on the... um, fireplace and that was going and I turned off all the lights in my apartment and I laid down on the couch and I turned on the ghoul log on shutter <laughs> not the new one the, the old, old one. one that was really really good um and I literally almost fell asleep it was like <laughs> I was like oh it's it's if it is autumn nowhere in the world it is autumn within the like 400 <laughs> square feet of my apartment <laughs> I just love that feeling. It felt very like spoopy. It felt very like spooky cozy. Yeah. And there's, I wish there was a word for that, like spooky cozy. Spicozy. Spicozy. Sounds like, (laughs) sounds like an Italian uh, travel agent. Oh, we're going to Spicozy. We want to go to Sicily this year. Ask Spicozy. What'd you say? I said, I don't know why that got me so funny. <laughs> yeah, you really enjoyed that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a moment. It's not that funny. It's- <laughs> We're going to the Gold Coast. Call Spicozzi. Uh, what do you do? What are you, what are you going to do to prepare yourself for the fall? Um, I have a bunch summer? of horror audiobooks ready to go. Do you? Yes. What are you listening to? Um, I'm listening to The Haunting of Hill House again mm-hmm. because I can. That's next on my list. Um, the Strange Case of Dr. Declan and Mr. Hyde. Mm. I've never read it. Uh, Frankenstein, Mary Shelley. Mm-hmm. I like doing the classics yeah. this time of year. It gets me. It gets me in the mood. Dracula, Bram Stoker. I think that's there's all a I've got really go. good audio book of Christopher Lee reading. That's the Dracula. Is it? Yep. Oh, I'm it's so good. He's so fucking creepy. <clears throat> it's Christopher Lee. He could, read, he could <laughs> read the phone book and it would be creepy. And it would be scary as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, do you do any like cooking in preparation for the season? Not really. Again, apart from the pumpkin cheesecake and the stuffed pumpkins, like mm. all of which I can't really do yet yeah. because I have to wait for pumpkins to come on sale. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing I usually do in preparation for the season is, is the, the annual pumpkin hunt which I don't know if we're going to get to do this year or not. Oh, yeah. It didn't um, occur. You might have to get them at, like, the store. Yeah, no, I'm hoping that the, the farm stands out by us will still have them. Yeah, because you do have a bunch of farms. Isn't Orts not too far yeah, from Orts you? Yeah, Orts isn't too far from us. And th- that stuff's all outside. So, I mean, I'm hoping that... With that a mask we'll, and some care. Yeah, that I'll still be able to get some pumpkins. But, um... Are you going to do the 13 pumpkins? If I can find 13 pumpkins, yeah. Are you going to do them at your house? If I have to. I'll 
Hmm. I'll line my whole damn yard with pumpkins. I don't care. Well, I'll come over and help you <coughs> with pumpkins. Get 16. I'll do three. <laughs> you do 13. <laughs> I know it's weird, but like one of my favorite things about it is hollowing the pumpkin out. Like I know that that's like everybody's least favorite part. Well, it reminds me. It reminds you of your favorite thing to do, which is to uh, mm-hmm. hollow people out. Yes. Yes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is a serial killer. You heard it here first. I'm not supposed to tell people. That. Shut the fuck up. Um, yes, I, I actually, I would love to carve a pumpkin this year because I have, even in all of the years that um, you've been doing it as part of your Samhain ritual, I have never carved any of the pumpkins. Well, this year we'll see how many we can get, and we'll, we'll. I hope it's a lot. Hog. I, I, I hope it part is. Part of me, part of me thinks. There's a chance it could be like next to none, and part of me thinks that there's a chance we could get like 400. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Because I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that trick or treating is going to be canceled this year. Like, I don't think yeah. there's going to be trick or treaters, but that doesn't mean that you can't you can't put up a display or you can't you know make your make your house look Halloweeny. And I hope more people will. I hope my biggest hope is that the spirit of the season won't be lost. That like just because we are losing some of these other things doesn't mean that the whole season has to be a wash it's like put the spooky shit up i might even like break the rules of my apartment building and like put things in my windows (laughs) (laughs) because it's actually in my lease that we're not allowed to put like decorations in our windows that's lame i know because it's uh bougie bullshit (laughs) and so um maybe this year i'll put some halloween i'll put some halloween decorations up in my windows We'll get you some sugar pumpkins you can carve, and you can just open the windows and put them on the window. You know what I've always wanted to do? What? I wanted to make, like, uh, almost like a shadow puppet. Like, (laughs) (laughs) something that's, like, just all black. That kind of look almost... You know what figure I would compare it to is um, Helen Mirren in Winchester, when she's in like that veil and like okay. the old, but like you can't see a face, you just see the shape of something, and it's like holding a candle, like mm-hmm. one candle, just like in the window for people to see <laughs> and like freak out. I think I might do that this year. Do it up. I've got Halloween decorations you can use. Perfect. And I have giant pillar candles that she could be holding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pull Beatrice out of the garage. We can get her all dolled up. Beatrice? Yes. Um, I have an animatronic that is affectionately called Beatrice. Um, Why? She's called Beatrice because one of the other animatronics we had is called Dante. Dante, yeah. So Dante's Inferno, for those of you who did not read it, his love interest is called Beatrice. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I've actually never read Dante's Inferno. It's fun if you like medieval Italian. Um, I like medieval. (laughs) Uh, Italian, it can go either way. It has to be prepared, right? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, Dante and Beatrice are our two primary animatronics hmm. that we pulled out of Have I ever met Beatrice? Oh, I have met yeah, Beatrice. Yeah, she's the, the spider lady. Yes, I remember Beatrice now. She was the one on Carrie, the front of Carrie's lawn. Yep. I remember her now. Yeah, no, Beatrice is a lot of fun. Huh. I didn't know her name was Beatrice. <laughs> we name all of our animatronics. I have a jumping spider named Gary. I was going to say, what was the spider's name? His name is Gary. Gary. Yes. Oh. I like Gary. He's fun. The kids don't like Gary as much. No, the kids aren't a big fan of Gary, but I love, I'm a big fan of the kids not liking Gary. Oh, same. Like, nothing makes me happier than, than watching them freak out when the, when the jumping spider goes up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because for like half a second before, you can hear the gears turning to like yeah. whip them out. And you always see their faces go, huh? huh? And then yeah. it's like, boom. And they're like, wow. <laughs> and the thing that gets me is like, this is a this is an animatronic that is sold in every spirit of Halloween, that is sold in every Home Depot mm-hmm. and every Lowe's. Like, like you can buy this thing in like 60 different places come September. And all of these kids had to go buy Halloween costumes. They have seen this thing before. I know. Like, they have to have seen it before. But it gets them every time. And I love <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think of that. How sad is it that, like, in a year where there will probably be more vacant storefronts than ever, yeah. Halloween Spirit of Halloween can't swoop in. Yeah, I don't know. This don't was know their moment. <laughs> this, this was their shining moment, and it and it didn't work out for them. I just I don't know. I hope that people still buy their kids Halloween costumes. Like just let them run around the house for yeah. the day in a weird getup. Like or like stand on the lawn and let people throw candy at them. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the. It's going to be the opposite <laughs> of trick or treating. The adults have to drive around and throw candy at people. <laughs> I'm a kind of all for that being the tradition every year. Or you drive the kids around and the adults stand on the front lawn and, and throw it candy into the, into, the, into the car. Yeah. <laughs> Just beating the adults in the head with milk guns. I'm fine with that. And it, it'll cause brain damage because they're, <laughs> they're so fucking hard. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's got to be a way. And the, the only way I'm not amenable to is trunk or treat. Oh, absolutely Like, not. there is no good excuse for trunk or treat. No. Not, not even a pandemic. I don't care if America is overrun with, like, those fucking things from a quiet place. Like, you should still not trunk or treat. The only exception to this is if you live in an area where it is not safe to trick or treat. Then, yeah, no, do your trunk or treat thing. Like what? Like, if there's no sidewalks, all the houses are miles apart, like, hmm. things like that. Like, there are certain areas out by me where I would argue it's really not safe to let your kids just, like, wander around on major roads. I mean, I guess. But uh, you also have to take into account that, like, everyone knows it's Halloween. They know there's going to be trick-or-treaters outside. Like, I always yeah, drive a little a bit more people, carefully on Halloween. A lot of people get drunk on Halloween is yeah, part I of guess. the problem. I guess. But then what I would say is they should, like... They should do it at, oh, I guess they can't. Well, not not in this situation, but like in a situation where we're not in the middle of a pandemic, then it should be like, oh, all the parents like go and to their school and they go in different classrooms and they walk like classroom to classroom and do it. Like there's something to be said for the idea of like walking around with your friends yeah. in costume and like being silly and it being like kind of dark and spooky. Which was always the best part of Halloween was like yeah. wandering around your neighborhood yeah. in a weird get up. Absolutely. Like running around causing trouble and nobody can really say anything because it's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so you can be a total asshole for a night and everybody's, <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, it's Halloween. <laughs> it's fine. And Michael Myers is like, yes, yes, yes it, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. I'm going to call that episode one for our 13 weeks of Halloween I am very, very excited because we have a lot more to talk about for the 13 weeks of Halloween. Uh, so that's, that's, I just, I don't, I don't. Are I, you okay? I, everything left my brain. It was <laughs> like, nope, we're done. <laughs> that is it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let us know your favorite um, Halloween memories and your Halloween traditions. We'd love to hear them. And we will be back next Monday with more Haunting of Hill House. We are coming up on the end of the series. So yeah, we've only got two left. Only two left. And uh, that's it. So till next time, stay spoopy and remember. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, written by Edward Pola and George Weil, with new lyrics by Pissy Miles. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Barbara Duel Productions.